Hi guys, happy November 7th, 2020. On this podcast, I'm going to be talking about moving on. I did pull a card for each sun sign, and I'll start out with that. But first I did pull an oracle card out of angels and ancestors' oracle cards. So what came out was arrow, surround yourself with protective energy. So this is just a reminder to, you know, surround yourself with protective energy, um, people that are safe, you know, your environment. You can use protective salts, um, crystals, oils, prayer, meditation, stuff like that. But it's just a reflection of a reminder of having awareness of how you protect yourself, um, whether it's the words you use, um, the people you associate yourself with, um, stuff like that. So, fire, Aries, you guys got Seven of Pentacles. Seven of Pentacles is about waiting, waiting for your, um, you know, for things to manifest or um, having patience. Um, Leos, this is about, oh, you guys got Ten of Cups. So, Ten of Cups is about um, family unit or you might be finding yourself this month working with a corporation. But Ten of Cups is about the happy, the happy card with like dealing with family or having the same kind of beliefs or ideologies, um, but it's being in sync, you know, um, and then if, but if you're lacking that, then look and see where, where that separation comes from. Sages, you guys got the magician, be mindful of fraud, uh, scams, being tricked. Also, um, the magician can indicate um, having opportunities from unexpected places. Water signs, Scorpio, you got the Wheel of Fortune. The Wheel of Fortune is about fate and destiny. It's a change of hand, can be good or bad. Cancer, you guys got the Ace of Swords. Ace of Swords is about dealing with the beginning of communication, having a reality of a situation or seeing things clearly for what it is, Um, like a declaration of truth. Um, Pisces, you guys got Four Wands. Four Wands is about that, um, you know, dealing with four things that create harmony or or disharmony. Um, So see where you're lacking at this month, you know, about... um, are you in a harmonious environment? Air, Libra. You guys got you guys got Knight of Cups. Knight of Cups is all about you know um, you know being out with the friends, having fun. You know relationships can indicate someone that is loves the idea of relationships, but is not for commitment. So be mindful of that. Um, Gemini. You guys got Three of Swords. Three of Swords is all about reconciliation, um, uh, recovery, um, regaining your losses. Um, movement uh, queries you guys got king of swords king of swords is all about having that ability to be very objective you know um, having that keen sense of what is right and what's wrong also dealing with people that are in the you know in the structure of law um, earth taurus taurus is you guys got four cups four cups is all about dealing with that dissatisfaction not accepting what's being offered you know um, you will have opportunities for work branching out in different areas but that discontent can come from one not seeing you know your other opportunities so be mindful of that this month capricorn you guys got the empress the empress is all about creativity it can indicate uh pregnancy but it could also indicate something that you're working on that is creativity so maybe you're giving birth to something that you've been working on like a project stuff like that um virgos you guys got queen of wands be mindful of your hang-ups this month um, finding your passion, what drives you, your passion. Okay, so for this topic, um, as I said, I'm going to talk about moving on, you know, and, um, you know, the, 
importance of it or the significance of it. But um, for tarot, you know, like for uh, moving on, you know, different cards can indicate different things, and it just depends on the reader and what they, what they, um, you know, what their meanings are for their cards. Every reader is different, but some cards, cards that I wrote down are is uh, six of swords. You know, six of swords is all about moving out of troubled waters. You know, uh, you know, it's like you go on. Uh, kayaking or you're going like uh you know rafting and you hit rough roughy spots and then you go into the flow of it so it's something metaphorical like that knight of wands can indicate movement like relocation traveling for fun or moving to a different area or demographics knight of swords is taking action but aggressive action eight of cups is about that soul searching but movement you know could be traveling at night and uh three of swords is change those are some some cards that can reflect that but it just depends on, on, on the reader but um on this topic about moving on you know there's three things three sections I'm going to talk about it's the mind your mind the health of your mind you know the self-assessment or you have do you have the ability to take a self-assessment within yourself and it also triggers do you know your triggers and what's the significance of knowing your triggers and how and what role does that play in your life um, different categories you know that I'll look at is your friends area your work area relationships you know your family structure but just um you know why do you want to look at movement what's the significance of it you know movement is just you know moving out of that stagnation that you know being blocked that stuck energy also it says forward progression movement you know even in our health you know you move you people move you know, move around move the energy your circulation you know stuff like that for progression you know but for friends, you know, sometimes, you know, you move on, you know, you outgrow your friendship or you grow apart or there's, you know, you're not seeing eye to eye on things, you know, so you can hit on follow button or you choose not to hang out with them anymore. But those are examples of cutting ties or not really feeling in aligned, in aligned with uh, the friendship, you know, or maybe you just don't want to hear what they have to say. You know, it's like, I don't want to hear what you have to say, you know, done, you know, so those are just different, um, different uh, elements of, of uh, movement throughout friendship you know, and that, or you can just mean outgrowing a friendship um, so take a look right now and reflect back in your friends you know in your your friends friendship circle and see where movement has played in your life you know like and why you know um, the the more you're able to uh, take an assessment of yourself the better you'll know yourself and you'll be less triggered work take a look at your work you know where does movement play in your work maybe you travel for work you know or maybe you don't you know maybe you're stagnant you know um but take a look and see you know does your work environment provide you know abundance in a sense of you you have the ability to grow or to move up the ladder or to branch out into your creative outlet you know um is it challenging or is it less is it stressful is it less stress or you're just bored with your job you know if someone gets bored with their job and they cannot put full effort into it they can um you know not put their full attention you know they'll do a half-assed job you know um so be mindful of that if, if you're dealing with being bored um next is relationships you know relationships will be defined on you know your belief your ego your pride your culture if you have the inability to cut the cord you know of relationship you know take a step back so you can see things clearly it's like being in a storm you know when you're in a storm you can't see you know like the visibility is less but when the skies are clear you're able to see right so you want to take a step back and get those clear skies in to say yeah you know what 
help cutting that cord. And different uh, different things can uh, help you cut the cord if you have any if you have <laughs> you have issues. Um, there's diff there's different meta metaphysical stuff that you can do. Like you can write down what you what you know what you wanna what what you wanna cut out. You can write it out. You can write it out and then you can burn it. Or you can write it out and freeze it. You know, or you can say a mantra or you can say an affirmation. It just depends on what works for you. Um, and these are just all you know actions, but but. But for you to cut a cord has to come within internally. So those are just physical actions, like writing things down and stuff like that. But the work has to come within inside. Um, examine your health. You know, look at your work. You know, your friends, your relationships. How how does that play in your in your health? You know, is is your work environment a team? Like, is it a team player? Is it nurturing? You know, or is it is there a lot of you know arguments or is there a lot of discord? Your friends. Are you dealing with a lot of naysayers? Or are you dealing with people that encourage you? Your relationships, you know, are they harmony? You know, like like dealing with a lot of harmony, or are they disharmony and just full of tumultuous energy? Tumultuous energy is a lot of noise, you know, and that will have an effect, you know, on your household. And um, if you're planning on having kids, or you're gonna have kids, um, that's gonna affect the kids. And just keep in mind, just in America, each year annually, each year, three million children get turned into the authorities for neglect. So just be mindful of that. You have to be very mindful and you have to be very stern, especially when you're looking for a partner, you know, um, because you're talking about your future of, you know, your family, you know, so you have to be very mindful of that. So, so right now is the time, you know, to be very, you know, stern in what you're looking, looking for. Um, number, uh, yeah, number, the next one is mind. So look at your mind, you look at the health of your mind, you know, um, you know, whether, you know, some people say it's like, you know, when you wake up, do you think first? Do you feel first? You know, do you do first? You know, what sensations are there? You know, everybody will have different philosophies behind it. But, you know, how you feel can create an action, you know, or how you how you feel and then you think and then that leads to action or how you think and then feel that act. It just depends on how you, what you, how it is for you, you know. Um, but look in your environment. Are you depressed? Is it your environmental factors or... Is it the people around you? And there's a quote with depression. Make sure you're not around a bunch of assholes before you diagnose yourself with depression. <laughs> and number two, happiness. Is, you know, um, you know, does that happiness come from a sense of satisfaction or a sense of accomplishment that you're working on? Being with people that are team players, you know, um, that's part of it. That's part of satisfaction is that sense of accomplishment and what you're doing or what you're working towards. That can lead to happiness. So looking to see where that plays in your life. Um, next is self. You want to be able to self-evaluate yourself. You know, uh, you know, as a person. You know, the more you're able to evaluate yourself, the better you are to to know yourself, right? And so it's like, how are you as a person? You know, are would you, you know, how would you define yourself as? Would you define yourself as judgmental or non-judgmental or critical or non-critical or controlling or non-controlling? just be mindful that the more judgmental you are or the more judgmental someone is or the more critical someone is that's going to inadvertently bounce back to them and make them really feel really not so good about themselves um, it, that they've done a lot of different studies on that you can look it up yourself but it's like the more you control, like try to control or the more you try to you hang on to this ideology or belief the more miserable you are because it's like it really comes to the end of the day of, of control you know being judgmental or critical and that's not going to make the person feel good that's why when you 
when you're dealing with people like that, you if you take a step back, you'll, you'll realize how their state of mind is, and it's not healthy. Um, because someone that's like that is just makes them have, you know, just it just creates that negative pool of negative energy. Number two, look at lies. When was the last time you told a lie? You know, when was the last time you lied? You know, and and um, people lie for different reasons. People lie because they want to tell someone what they want to hear, or they lie because they want to get away with something or for their own self-serving purposes you know and um, that's no excuse because they still deviate from the truth and it's still a selfish act is when someone lies it's a selfish act right um and number three is hypocrisy where does hypocrisy play in your life you know um, when was the last time you were a hypocrite or another term is insincere when was the last time you were insincere with something so those are three things to take a look at with yourself, your self-assessment. You know, how are you as a person? Are you judgmental? Are you critical? Are you controlling? Are you a liar? Are you a hypocrite? You know, where, where do all these play? Because all this will have a, an effect on your mind, you know, the health of your mind. And then that's going to affect how you are with your friends and your family and your relationship. So um, lastly is triggers. You know, you have to be very mindful of triggers, you know, um, when people know your triggers, that can be used against you because they can, it's a form of manipulation. I call it manipulation triggers. And when they know you're manipulating, when they know how to trigger you to do something, like they know that's going to piss you off or set you off or take an action, then they want because that's what, you're, that's what they're looking for. They're looking to, to manipulate you to take an action. And when they do this, they're in a win situation because they know they're going to win because they want you to do that. You know, they want you to take that action so you can fall flat on your face. So you have to be very mindful of what are your triggers. And triggers can be anything from a past relationship. It could be it could be a religion. It could be culture. It could be a political figure. It could be anybody. One of your friends. It could even be your pet. You know, but anything that will get to you. It could be an emotional trigger. You know. Um, so when you think of trigger, what do you think of? You know, you think about a gun, right? Pulling a trigger, gun. But metaphysically, you can think of it as you know, a, a, something said to create an action, you know, and physical triggers, you can walk away, you can run away, you can move, you can post something, you can mail something, you know, it's a trigger because they're trying to, um, manipulate the other person, you know, so, but the first thing is, is you have to know what your trigger is and why is it triggering you, um, so ask yourself, what control does your triggers have on you? So let's say it's somebody says something about Jesus or somebody says something about God or somebody says something about tarot or something. Like, somebody says something about your pet, you know, or your family or something. Anything that gets you upset, you know, you have to ask why does it upset you? You know what I'm saying? And you know that it's maybe it's wrong or what they said or it's unjust, but you're not the only one that's saying that it's it's unjust. You know, that's, you know, you're not the only one that views that. You know, there's a lot, could be a whole community that think that's it's wrong. But you have to ask yourself, why does it trigger you? You know, um, because you have to remember that people will use triggers for political gain or for, um, yeah, political gain, you know, or maybe for a breakup or for, you know, something simple as an argument. Um, it could be something really simple as a, as a, of just two friends, you know, having a disagreement, or it could be something really significant as a political political trigger but they're both significant because whether it's two friends having a disagreement or politically but um politically you're dealing with a large community but you have to be very mindful of it like to take a step back and not be allowed to be manipulated by a 
that trigger because it's going to cause a lot of problems. And they want you to take an action because they know you're going to fall flat on your face. That's why they did it. So you have to be careful about being manipulated, you know, by triggers, you know, because um, that's the reality, you know, that's the reality of it. Um, you have to be able to move forward, you know. Um, so take two, take a look at two situations. Take a look first. What would it, what would your situation look like if you did not respond out of your trigger? So how would how would your situation look if you did not respond to a to a manipulation trigger? You know, and then number two, what would your situation look like if you did respond to the manipulation trigger? You know, what would that look like? And so lastly is just know your boundaries. You know, um, if you ever lived in a city city, you know stay in your lane, you know, and if you don't stay in your lane, you know, you get in a car accident, you have a car crash, um, and number two, it's like, if you're willing to, you know, put it out there, be willing to accept it back, or they say, if you can't stand the heat, don't be in the kitchen, or if you're, another one is like, if you're willing to shovel that shit out, then make, then be ready to take the shit back, you know, um, so, and then number three is just know your clarity and know your peace of mind, you know, lastly, I'll end it with a quote, don't come for me unless I sin for you. And that's by Kenya Moore. That's by that's on that that's on that reality show. Well, until next time, namaste.